Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. All right, let's go. Let's have a little jog. Follow me. With Paul Tolkinson and Rob Deering. Good morning. Morning, morning, morning. It's running commentary and we've come somewhere different. A little bit different today. Yeah. In Tory Park. In an incredibly blazing, if you will, June day. Yeah. And Yeah, it really is... It's a solid heat, isn't it? It's I'm nice. going to check. I didn't just pull my thing out. Okay, it'd be cool. annoying if I had, but cool. best to check it. It is a solid heat. Yeah. In fact, if there weren't so many gorgeous young people here, I'd take my top off. Mate, I'm not prepared oh, to do it. Come on, mate. Don't, I'm not don't do deny it. them. Don't deny them the treat the vision. that is. Oh, it is um, blooming a little bit like a fiction of a park, isn't it? Yeah, it's So many people. Yeah. Everyone's distanced, of course. But Scene of the Victoria Park uh, 10K. <laughs> Absolutely. Fast and flat. We'll pick up that course as we come through. Yeah. And note exactly how non-existent that hill that became a bit of a pain <laughs> was. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> hill. The imaginary someone, hill. To someone somewhere. <laughs> so, how have you been? Well, I'll tell you what, I just had, a, I had an appalling... Night's sleep. How did any particular reason? Well, I got to bed at a reasonable time. Yeah. My kids woke me. One of the kids woke me up with music at like half one in the morning. Right. And then I sort of texted him and said, "Off." Just <laughs> <laughs> a quick. Kind of, and he turned it off. But you're awake and angry then. I was awake, but I was also. Uh, it can be there's a moment, isn't there, when you've been asleep for a short, for like an hour, hour and a half, if you get woken up, I can really mess you right. Yeah, yeah, well, it kind of, there's no getting around it. I ended up really getting some, what felt quite disturbing at that point, quite tight chest pains. Right, right. So I couldn't, and I couldn't find a comfortable position to sleep. And Rachel's away uh, up north. I just thought, this is it. I'm off. I'm going to die now. What this kind of chest pains? How embarrassing. Give us some details. No, just a kind of... Just a tightness. There was yeah. nothing going down my arms or jaw. Or, or, do you know what I mean? It wasn't scary, scary, but it was just... It was just uh, Did your forehead go on fire? Pardon? Did your forehead go on fire? No, no, no. Because <laughs> that's But it just, it just made me... Um, it just made me tense, and I couldn't yeah, yeah. find my position to sleep, you know. And, of course, it's the, it's the witching hour, isn't it? So that, start, that stuff starts going, and it only gets worse, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's the problem. Because night equals stress. Yeah. Too much time with yourself. But I eventually got to sleep, but it was just enough to disrupt my sleep a lot and leave me feeling a little bit discombobulated this morning. Yeah, although also glad to wake up this morning. Yeah. That's good news. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But then I, the first thing I did was Google. And I'm sorry that this is a slightly dark opening to the normal service will be resumed. I Googled what time do heart attacks mostly occur <laughs> between 1am and 5am. I see. So that's that's going to relax me so next time I wake to up. Doctor, do you think you had a uh, mild heart attack in no, the night? No, I don't think so. No. Do you think we should be running? I think it might have been some sort of. I don't know. I honestly don't know. It might have been something I've eaten. Or just very occasionally, I get it, and I don't know what it is, but I feel fine to run. It's just what what are you going to do? You know. 
Well, what else can you not do? run in case you die? It's <laughs> <laughs> one thought. Yeah, but that, <laughs> no, I prefer to run, to be honest. And I, I should be okay, but there is a genetic uh, predisposition to it on the mother's side of my family. Right. A lot of, like, um, Yorkshire lads on her side went in the sort of mid-50s. Right. But they did live on a diet of... Pies and wasps. Well, no, almost... Just basically fat, just like just yeah, fatty yeah. cakes, pork pies, you know. I mean, just an appalling diet and no exercise at all. Yeah. And my dad's side, along, they live for ages, so you just don't know, do you? Yeah. But it was, a, it was, a, it was just one of the, it wasn't a great night, you know. Yeah, I hear that. Oh, well. And how about you? Did you sleep all right? <laughs> my head fell off at 3 a.m. <laughs> I couldn't find it. Yeah, yeah. I woke up, my eyes opened, flickered open at two. Right. So I was standing over my bed with a gun. Yeah. And a scythe. Yeah. So, no. You know, it is strange. It's a very odd coincidence. Because uh, I woke up last week, I woke up in the night with serious uh, chest pains. Did you really? Absolutely. Honestly? Yeah. Well, it's a slightly different thing because I wasn't thinking it was a... I didn't think it was any kind of a... It didn't cross my mind that it was anything to do with my heart. Right. My immediate impression was that it was my core. Right, okay. It was a really bad, really bad kind of like... Like, imagine if you had a real, absolute, insurmountable headache. Right. But in your rib cage. Right, okay. And I've had it a couple of times in my life before. Not, not often, but it's, you know, occasional, thank goodness. Yeah. And one of those times was straight after... First time I did a marathon. Right. So, you know, I think of it as being directly related to too much running. By the end of last week, I was kind of, I come to a conclusion that, because we said, didn't we, I was just at the risk of overtraining a little bit. Do you remember when we went out last the other day and I was saying, just this morning I started to feel like taking a, some, not right. going for a run, you know? Yeah. After running really fast a couple of times and yes, yeah, not yeah, taking yeah, yeah. my tape a week and that. After pushing it quite a bit, yeah. And anyway, it, did, it was 12 and a quarter in the end on Tuesday. Right. And I didn't do any stretching or exercise or anything. Right. I didn't even do my plank, which is... At the, at the time, I was like, oh, I didn't do my plank. Because I do that every day. Yeah. But um, that night, yeah, I just woke up in really bad pain. Right. Then get some painkillers. I can still kind of feel it the next day. Right. And uh, I was just worried it was... I wasn't worrying it was my heart. I was worried it was uh, going to turn into a cough. Right. Checking I could smell. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I, like I said, by the end of the week, I thought, well, what's happened there is I've overtrained. Right. And I've actually been really lucky oh let's go this way it's really yeah, okay, nice cool. um, go right round little uh, side loop through the, through the meadows I'll get a picture um, I've been really lucky morning magpie that you know my body has just sent a kind of general distress stress signal right. rather than any kind of twanging yes yeah 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 leg yeah. or foot injury or whatever else it might right. be you know when you over, when one overdoes it yeah and uh, so I took it a little bit easy the rest of the week yeah, I was going to say, yeah. still did the running, still did the exercises, but I didn't do any fast running. Right. And I didn't do quite as many planks. And I took two straight days entirely off at the weekend, which doesn't sound like much, but it's more than I normally do. What, Saturday, Sunday? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, why not? That was going to be my exciting physical story, but frankly, <laughs> yours was... Welcome First and more dramatic. Welcome to running commentary. Welcome right. to cardio hour. Could it be anything <laughs> to do with our age? As these two old timers <laughs> ramp up their tickers for another run around the park. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, it's so up and down, isn't it? You yeah. try and it is. I think it is a. Uh, I don't know how much we haven't talked about what running and stuff you did last week, but I do think that the great lesson of summer 2020 is how to try and be a steady you know do sort of steady even things in your life yeah yeah and yeah that throws into sharp relief and pretty much everything goes in waves from yeah. being terrible to being brilliant to being yeah yeah, yeah fine yeah. to being messed up you know you just you can't help it like the waves breaking on the beach i've got some uh i was looking at facebook some club mates ran i think they ran to gatwick right on sunday they ran 50 kilometers um, 
That's a long way, isn't it? Yeah, from around here. I mean, that's thirty. That's thirty-one miles, isn't it? It's not only a long way. It's like a. It's a really horrible way. <laughs> I'd have run I north. I don't know which way they did it. What's the ugliest airport? I mean, there's pictures of them, you know, on the road or whatever. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, they did 50k. Yeah. Wow. So, so some people have used this kind of Gatwick, no so racing. Gatwick, so they went there, they ran there, and then got, a, got and got the train back. The train back. Yeah. yeah. So some people have used this to just get super, super fit. Yeah. And when the, and when the races come back, they're just going to be absolutely flying, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh... Well, I feel like that. I was feeling so strong last week. Yeah. And then, yeah, it was just like a massive alarm bell. And you said, you know, the only little connector to that was you saying, I was out running and I decided not to, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah we were yeah, talking yeah. about stepping from the need to want and stuff. Yes, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I did, uh... 12 miles yesterday. Yeah. And I really enjoyed it. I don't think that was why I nearly died. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it was... And I don't think that, that phrase is <laughs> over-dramatising. No, things. no, not at all. <laughs> um, Still, 12 miles and chest pains. Yeah, Snap! Yeah. yeah, I did... Uh, quite a weird... Quite a weird weekend, because Rachel's away. Yeah, that's always weird, isn't it? We yeah. talked about this a long time ago. Yeah. So how is, you know, are you maintaining life, or is it all spiralling no, we into... We're doing, we're doing okay. The first night was... Is was it, are the rest of you, are the four of you at home? Yes, all the kids are Yeah, home. yeah. The first night was an Indian takeout. Yeah. Which was a bit of a... Bit of a relapse. I promise not to do that. Yeah. And then... Uh, and now we've eaten quite well, actually. Well done. It's been fine. I mean, the kids have been... I went a bit long on Friday night. Just stayed up a bit too much. Yeah. A bit too late. Drank a bit too much. I had a very intense chat with a friend from Australia who's going through a really ugly custody battle. Right. And he was asking me for advice. It's very hard to give advice when you've never been in that situation. Yeah. I was trying to be there for him, but it's yeah. very, it was you really... Can- Really intense. You can give counsel, can't you? you can give yeah, ears, yeah, yeah. You can listen. But you don't want to say anything in case you send someone the wrong way. Yeah, you can listen. Yeah. And then my uh, my father-in-law died. Oh gosh. On Friday, oh, not on God. Thursday. So that's why oh, Rachel's sorry. gone. No, it's fine. That's why Rachel's gone up north. Yeah, yeah. To be with the mum. No, and he wasn't well, was he? That's right. No, he wasn't well for a long time. Yeah. So he went really, really quickly. And um, just a combination of. Him going, really intense chat with a mate I couldn't really help. Yeah. Just kind of sent me off a little bit. Well, I would say, you know, I don't want to, not making light of anything, but just so to ease your mind. There's definitely stress there, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a feeling of mortality. Yeah, yeah, totally. And that can lead to pain too. Yes. I mean, you know what I was saying about my pain thing. Yeah. I had it once um, after a marathon, like I say. And another time, I think I'd been doing a lot of running, but the thing that set it off, or the thing that happened straight after, was I went down to a gig. Is that gig in Bournemouth? Do you remember that gig? All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bumped into an old friend of mine from the village I grew up in. Yeah. Nowhere near Bournemouth. I was like, oh, hi, wow, what a lovely surprise. But this old friend of mine, she was, she was rattled. Right. <laughs> she had not had a good life in between. Oh, no. And she had had oh, dear. hard drugs. Right. Between. It was like, yeah. oh, hello, old friend. Yeah. Oh, I see you're properly oh. homeless. Yeah, and that was, real. and the stress of that, yeah. you know, manifested as pain. Yeah, so stress tough. and and mortality and time passing. Yes. You know, that's what you, that's what happened. I think so, yeah. And we're still in this sort of, this the middle of this reset, aren't we? We don't quite know what it means for us. I mean, no. a lot of people do for their industry, but... But we, you've just got no real idea no, no. what we're resetting to, do we? No. So that's, that's not without stress. No, completely. As with the rest of the world, of course. I mean, there's a lot, yeah, oh, oh, yeah. so many people in that scenario. Yeah, I mean, I still think in a, in a, only from a certain perspective that there's a, there's a kind of luxury, if only in the clarity of how close the comedy clubs are. Yes, yeah, but still for the foreseeable future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we well, could go to a shop. Can I have a my shop? Well, is it going to be a distant shop? We can sort of go to a shop. I don't know yeah, if it's yeah, wise yeah. to go to a shop. Well, should we go to the comedy store? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's closed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's easier, isn't it? But we can't. better. But we can see them online. Yes. Yeah. 
And how about what did you get up to over the weekend? Anything? Um, anything goes on? Are you? Have you been round to other people's gardens yet? Uh, yeah, we did that last week. Right. Friday a week ago. Yeah. Which was fun. Really nice and very, you know, very. Uh, Appropriately achieved. Yeah. Her friends that live just around the corner and have got right. a side gate and all this stuff. Right. But the only thing about it was, it was the, one of the few times this summer when the weather wasn't very nice. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's freezing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, my, my wife was, had mild hypothermia. Right. She was not warm again for about a day and a half. Just go around and shiver in someone's garden. Sorry, it's so nice yeah. to see yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Which, of course, also makes it, you know. You need a wee anyway with all the drinking. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, it was very nice. Uh, my daughter went to see a friend yesterday. It is so good for the soul to go and see someone. Yeah. I have to say, it made me realise. Yeah, it absolutely. Talking does. to my daughter about it yesterday. I hadn't really, it's blindingly obvious, but I hadn't noticed how nice it is that we do this. Yeah. Because early on, it was such a technical challenge. You know, it was kind of part of the stress of the thing. Yeah. And then we settled into that, and then we were able to do this. I didn't notice how social. lucky we are. Yeah, yeah, social. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I see my family getting twitchy. Yeah. And they're being really nice about it, saying, I like you guys, just be good to talk to someone else. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, we have, we have been lucky to do that. Yeah. And I do run with my wife every week as well, and that's properly... Like a therapy oh, great to get up. Yes. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to pick up uh, my son George from Manchester. Sorry, look, there's a canal. All right. I picked up George from Manchester University, so he's left now. Yeah. Because he'd gone back for a couple of weeks. Right. So that was... Uh, was that specific? Was like to go and check in or to move out? It, I think it was to just say goodbye to his mates properly that he'd been with for three years, you know. Yeah, of course, at the end of, of course. In mid-March when everyone left, it was really like... Fleeing Vietnam or something, it was like, yeah, 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 yeah. quick, get a copter, we're yeah, going. Last, last plane out of Berlin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they just hung out and did stupid things that students do, and they, and they had a great time, you know. Yeah. And now he's looking at it and looking for courses and jobs to apply to. But What's he going to be doing in the autumn, do you know? He doesn't know, because yeah. he doesn't know what's going to happen. I mean, he's got mates who are going to be doing... Documentary filmmaking courses and they've been pulled because yeah, yeah. of COVID. Just a lot, a lot's just got getting pulled, you know. Yeah. So he's going to have to wait and see. It's going to be a test of patience. He's got a vague well, he idea. trained as a doctor. I don't think he can test patience. Yeah. He's got a vague idea to study, to uh, study coding and sort of get, sort of get that yeah. qualification and then postgraduate jobs or whatever. But who knows. They were, they, a lot of his mates wanted to go and travel, but that's, that's that doesn't look so attractive, is it? Yeah, it? it's not the time, is it? Yeah. Just getting a picture of the canal. It's a blooming coot squeaking down there. On the canal, very nice. Look at that. And there goes Paul. <laughs> it's so brilliant how often uh, pictures of you run it, rather pictures with you in, you know, the, if it was in a magazine... We, get, we always get nice pictures of you kind of running along, <laughs> but more often than not, it's just you with your hands and hips yeah. waiting. <laughs> yeah. Come waiting, on. waiting for Rob to stop taking pictures. Stop taking bloody <laughs> pictures, plus we out for a run. Yeah, so it's a big confusion for them, really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think it's important to try and be optimistic amidst the amidst the you know the endless trauma and conflict in the news and realise how reason- yeah. reasonable most people are and how... Well, I, re- I really know. felt that. You remember how last week we people kept interacting with us? Yeah. And a lot of it was really positive. Yeah. I really did feel that last week. That Almost like London was socially making the point yes. that this is a nice place and we all get on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. you know, which of course it normally doesn't. There's lots of good stand-up jokes about people not talking to each other, interacting. Generally, the more people there are in a situation, the easier it is to not interact with anyone. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> My yeah. family always taking the mickey at me because of the time when, you know, in the mountains and you're walking, you see someone, you say hello, and, yeah. you know, past time of day yeah. or whatever. We were in the Lake District on holiday, and I was in that habit. And of course, I love it. I'm your number one helloer. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, we were in a village, and we're in a lay-by. Everyone's sort of parking up and getting ready for the day. So there's actually quite a few people around. 
Yeah. And I uh, was walking up, I don't know, paid for parking or something. There's two people by their car, and I said, hello, as if we're on top of a mountain. Yeah. And then my family like, what are you doing? Yeah. It's two young women kind of <laughs> getting into the walking gear, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Standing possibly, you know, in bras. Yeah. And this bloke comes <laughs> on and goes, hello. Oh, you're getting changed. <laughs> yeah. An hour later on top of the mountain, that yeah. would have been reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> as it was. Premature. It was hello. obviously completely wrong to the point where my family is still reminding me of it five, ten years later. I mean, you... you you are your own reality, aren't you? So I always think London's a friendly place. Yeah. Because I, I, I am. But of course it, it isn't. No. Always. But it, it totally can be. You yeah. know, it's more yeah. a question of, I think people blame, take a negative sense of society yeah. from a crowded place where people don't interact, you know. Yeah. And those two things aren't the same. And yeah, this week, the vibe has been consistently and willfully good like total you know just i met i was running the other day and someone on the pavement started a long conversation with me about yoga yes you know, yeah yeah, yeah look at these magpies look at you, them. you see you missed me saying look good morning that's two for joy mate look at them right magpies. there two look for joy little sods i got them i got them on camera it's official joy so we can relax nice. that's good that's um, good no I'll, I'll keep running i'll keep running um so uh you know, and on uh, Saturday, like you say, you know, the news cycle, the blue internet. Yeah, it was... Uh, I mean, of course, it's the news. You know? Yes, I'm supposed yes. to say, a friendly person smiled and said hello today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But equally... That's not news, yeah. You know, there was a uh, Black Lives Matter rally in Newington Green. Yeah, I heard it was amazing. It was yeah. so lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. was being sensible in terms of social distancing. It was massively... Diverse, yes. I mean, obviously, absolutely run through by with young people first yes. and foremost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And of course, loads of black people. Yeah. Just everyone, you know. Yeah. Old people, um, uh, people of all different sort of life choices, like Bohemians, activists, yes, kids, and yeah. everyone on exactly the same page, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. making a point, getting angry, but getting angry in a sunny, yes, uh, friendly communal way and, and then to come home and see the you know the, the angry racists in Parliament Square it was awful but, but it was it's, but like, it's not oh, everything it's not what was happening where, it's, where not, it's my, not everything in yeah, my yeah. hometown and that's, it did give us a bit of balance and there's also uh, thank goodness he went you know because of course it was scary we had to oops you know, we've got being, you know how careful I am, and that yeah. goes right through the house, and kids barely go out and stuff. So, me and my daughter going down there was a was a mission, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we were so glad we'd been. No, I heard it was really good fun. It was. Uh, yeah. I think also just going back to your, you know, your uh, bereavement. It's, everyone's on different pages, aren't they? I mean, yes. That's a different weekend again. Yeah. Some some people are just out for. A, they just haven't had a fight for a while, are they? That's a lot. Those football lads, they're just. Yeah. It's sunny. They've had a drink. They've had a bit of beak. They're on the cobbles. They just want. They're just, they're just awful people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're that's just, right. Just, and stunted. Just, you know, this is like you say. It's a, yeah. a way to express yourself. Yeah, they've been. They've been. The they've, been they've been cooped up. There's been no games. Yeah. Uh, but, and then and, and but then you've got the. Uh, I met a guy on. Uh, on the Parkland Way, I was out walking yeah. with my dog, and he looked a bit, he just looked a bit sort of angry, but old school, but a bit vulnerable. Yeah. I started talking to him. He's a, uh, he was like ex-Special Forces. He had post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. And he, he didn't go into town, but at the same time, he felt real profound misery at the way that... Some elements don't respect some statues in town. Yeah. And he's given his life to it. Yeah. And he feels that he's part of some shameful episodes in British history and etc. And his pain was really real. Yeah, yeah. And it's there's a massive uh, spectrum of reactions to it. That's right. And it's important not and to... I think the news media really cover this as well. Because, you know, in some ways they're responding, and in other ways they kind of feed. Yeah, yeah, you totally. Know, I think that the... Uh, totally. You know, you could say that right now the hub of the conversation 
is around this statue of Winston Churchill in the middle of town, and that's just... It's just not what the conversation ought to be about. And I know no, they need to talk about it, but that's triggering for that guy, isn't it? Do you yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To open yeah. a paper and see that. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh... And then, and, but then there was that great photo of the black geezer picking up the white, yeah. the white phone and carrying him away to safety. Yeah. And that guy, hearing that guy talk, oh, he was amazing. A, yeah, what a lovely, what a strong, I mean, a wonderful story and such a great focus, again, for the news. Yeah, yeah. You know, he did that. What a strong sense bloke with his head screwed on. He like, was fantastic. Know. I just picked him up and, you know, it's it amazing, isn't it? He was a, fi- yeah. a fine man. And then, and then other takes, I saw Julia Hartley Brewer talking about the guy you know, purportedly out defending statues, but weeing on a memorial to a dead person. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She said, he wasn't being on it. He was weeing next to it. Yeah. <laughs> and this is how fatuous the argument has yeah, become. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, gets ch- but it gets childish on all sides, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. But it's, uh, like, if you concentrate on the good... It's three. Three, three Oh, nice. Three for a girl. And then there's also, I saw this Black Lives Matter activist chatting to this 93-year-old war veteran yeah there's good things happening all over absolutely you know there's communications happening all over there's always balance and anything that moves the conversation forward is good that's why and the thing is I think that and this is just an example like you say you don't want to stay wide open just keep the dialogue going but um, uh, the conversation about sitcoms and the 40 towers and stuff all right yeah 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 you kind of think if you really are, if you think I really want things to change and there's systemic issues that need dealing with, and then you think, oh, they've banned Little Britain and I really liked it. I just think you have to say, listen, if you want change, if you want there to be a conversation, it's not always going to go the way you want it to go. Yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? You just, just let it ride. Although to me, banning stuff is, isn't But they're not like, banning stuff. You know what I mean? That's, that's why people get really fired up because things get taken off Netflix. It's all marketing. It's all market forces. You know, if you want to yeah. watch Little Britain, order yourself some DVDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Not, we're not in Stalin's Russia. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, uh, you know, and it's, and it's funny also when people step up. You know what I mean? You can be the individual who will see the major headline, whatever it might be, and ignore it, and then hear the, the kind of gossip headline and go, yes, this yeah, is yeah. it! This yeah. is where I take my stand! Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of... Uh, it, gets, it all gets a bit knee-jerk on every side, doesn't it? That's right. I think the internet is just a terrible place to discuss anything with any kind of nuance. Sugar left. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah. It's beautiful, isn't it? So many people. Yeah, it's really, really nice. It's like those people here, but I think it's early in the day. You realise it's a runner's paradise. Just nearly all runners. Yeah. I mean, even that person, that's a runner. They've just fallen over. Yeah, they're just relaxing. Yeah. And um, Highgate Woods yesterday was really nice, as you'd expect. Clissold Park. Yeah, everyone's everyone's at it. Just waiting for a race. (laughs) (laughs) People talking about, it's interesting, someone said... You know, the Manchester uh, rescheduled date is 16 weeks away. Yeah. That is a really interesting way to think about it. You know, yeah. She's saying, I can't see it happening, but... but you it know might, what I mean? And it's that but it might happen, yeah. And just the fact that it might happen can give shape to your training. Yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I feel like... Well, I found that very interesting because I feel like I'm... A, <laughs> aside from the stuff we... Uh, talked about with vis-a-vis possible death and yeah. age. Uh, <laughs> I feel like in the longer game that I'm I'm very happy with my fitness, but I could easily see it as beginning of marathon. Yeah, yeah abso- fitness, no, absolutely. You know, time yeah. to up the distance, time no, to I up think the pace. So, yeah, I think so. And, but equally, I don't think I could do that without a date I really believed in. Yes, yeah, yeah. And it's hard to believe in that at the moment, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I wonder what's the cut-off point. I wonder... 26.2 miles. After that, you don't have to run anymore. Yeah, yeah. Have I misunderstood? But you're right, though, in terms of, like, four months away is the time you'd normally start ramping up for a marathon. Yeah, yeah. And then suddenly, you know, it's just another day, just another day in a week. But then you look at that and think, ah, oh, that changes everything, you know. Yeah. Particularly as it's not 
April, uh, sorry, January the 1st for a run in April. It's yes, yes. It's just right in the middle of the year. And I was remembering the other day going from uh, that hot London where I did my sort of, that's my slowest marathon. Yeah. Was the hot London. And before that, I did my crashed out quite badly in New York 12 weeks after my broken toe. Right. Anyway, this time, and nearly two years ago, but more like in August, I'd, I'd set it up that Yorkshire Marathon um, was going to be my last test. Yeah. You know, if I couldn't feel fit enough for Yorkshire and do it, uh, run all the way, Yeah. then that was me. You know, no more marathons. But the key part of that um, thinking process was I was doing all the mileage, I was doing all the training, I was pretty fit. Yeah. And I just suddenly realised that... Uh, it wasn't enough. Right. That I was going to have to push it. I was going to have to do sort of training on top of the on top of the training because I had this kind of bar. Yeah. And the bar had statistically been proven to be almost fit enough to do a marathon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's so hard to to up your training when you when you're doing something, you know. Yeah. When it's not from a standing start. But it's never been more sort of ideal for us, really, if you can. Get your head around it. There's no gigs. We're not travelling. Yeah. You've got a big summer in front of you. Yep. What else is there to do, really? Do you know what I mean? So, so, above and beyond, look after yourself, family, and mind, body, and soul. Trying to earn some money. Yeah, and trying to earn some money. Um, but there's, a lot, there's enough space for training, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, I'm enjoying getting early night on a Saturday and getting up on a Sunday and doing something like a long run, you know, just yeah. re-establishing that. Yeah. I just quite like it, you know. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you, uh, so you mainly drink on Fridays and Sundays? Um, well, no, I was drinking... I probably drank last week... Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so I haven't had a drink since. <laughs> and yeah, my, uh, Rachel's coming back on Tuesday. Is there lots to sort out? Uh, what, up, up north, sort of yeah, admin wise. Yeah. Little bits and bobs, yeah. yeah. So she's helping her mum with that. My mum's at that stage where it's sort of. There's stuff to be looking after, isn't there? It's, it's, it's in three or four weeks when it really hits you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, stuff that right. you, you can almost be like sort of relief, shock, throw yourself into all everything that needs set, like, sorting out, you know? Yeah, the first wave um, makes sense. We should be on the left. First wave makes more sense than, like you say, the real logistics of yeah. getting back to real life. Yeah. Our friend, fellow... Speedy marathon at Dave Williams. Yeah. It's talking about his mum. It would have been her birthday. Right. And but she died last year. And uh, I was just talking with him because his mum had dementia and 
was in a nursing home. And right. Just, you know, there is obviously some guilt attached to it, but just some relief. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. that they, they aren't around for this because it would be, it would be incomprehensible, really, you know. Really disorientating, yeah. And not being able to visit would be really tough. Yes, I mean, my, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. My mum always had, you know, always had to work with the rocky possibility that one day my dad wouldn't know who she was, you know. And if you yeah, yeah. suddenly don't see each other for a couple of weeks, that stuff gets exacerbated yeah. exponentially. And that's before you even get to the, just the stress of the... Yeah. You know, the potential for illness. It must be so hard for those people. So hard. And yet you wouldn't, you know, <laughs> the other choice is pretty final. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, there was a lot going on back there, wasn't there? What, those? Uh, guy <laughs> with his, his st- yeah. I have to say. Bike, bikes with sound systems. That is one of my, I You're totally... I wouldn't knock anyone's uh, uh, decision to have a bike with a sound system on it, but I've never, never clocked a person with a bike with a sound system on it. It didn't feel like trouble. (laughs) (laughs) And it's about the angriest time you ever see a bike, isn't it? Yeah. Bikes are generally a fairly gentle thing. You know, you get some slightly aggressive cycle couriers. People get very fired up about people jumping lights out in the country. Yeah. The kind of cycling equivalent of us can get pretty yes. uh, road claimy. It can, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. on the other hand, to really see someone with a sound system cycling around trying to get something started up is uh, that's probably the, the angriest bike you'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, you know, you said you got an Indian in. Yeah. <laughs> um, as chief. Shopper and meal decider. All right. Yeah. I uh, tried to shake things up a bit this week. Did you really? Yeah. What's, what's been on, a, on a Sunday, we've been having either a roast yeah. or a uh, homemade version of our favourite Thai restaurant meal. And right. we did the Thai meal middle of last week. It's too hot for a roast. Yeah. And I achieved a long-held dream by t- cooking some of my favourite Indian dishes. Good for you. Yeah, so I got all the recipes, sourced all the recipes. Yeah. I was going to do a vegetable biryani, but no one wanted it. It was considered too much, so I did some nice basmati rice. But I tried to do it, you know, really to spec, so it was really fluffy and right. classy. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did a... Uh, Took a bit of pride in it. Sag yeah. bhaji, so spinach bhaji, not bhaji like, you know, pakora, but like a proper, just a sort of semi-dry spinach curry. Right. And a lentil dal. Sounds good. Yeah, I did it. Got these three recipes up and running. Got all the ingredients, cooked it all up. It was exactly... It's quite stressful, isn't it? Yeah. Dal spat all over the kitchen like something out of rolled dal. Right. Rolled dal, dal dal. Yeah. yeah. And, um, and uh, yeah, but then I served it up. It looked right. I was very pleased, and it was just how I wanted it. And uh, they, they hated it. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Well, it's the a, classic no, punchline really nice. to, to a just, couple of hours. It's just really boring. Yeah. <laughs> and then just kind of stopped eating it. And I said, you get sent to us, what do you think? And you go, just literally not saying anything. It's too nice to say, I hate it. To reduce them to silence is always an achievement, isn't it? Yeah, and then my wife's like, no, no, it's nice. It was so much worse because there was a lot of, it's nice. And it just... They just didn't think that. You really know early <laughs> doors, don't you? Yeah. You know absolutely. straight away. You almost know before they start eating. <laughs> just the look. It was a big project that for they me. give you. Yeah. Oh god. Still, I liked it. Yeah. Well, and of course, I, I got a lot. That's the most important it thing. Was sniffed out so comprehensively. As long as you liked. Yeah. I shoveled it in. Yeah. So yeah, that's one project. Yeah. Old friend of mine. And her family on Instagram, right since the beginning of homeschooling. Yeah. They've been dressing up and Instagramming every day. So every day it's something different. Jazz school, Star right. Wars school. Yeah. You no, know, the whole family dress up around a theme. Which, apart from anything else, is very impressive. Yes, yeah, so They're yeah. still doing it now. Yeah. Coming <laughs> yeah. up with good ideas yeah. and stuff. And the other day, 
It was Von Trapp School. Oh, nice. And uh, nice. she'd got hold of material, like the curtain material. Yeah. Maria cuts for all the kids, so they're all in these kind of floral green curtain um, dresses and play suits and stuff. And she said, another completely pointless lockdown project complete. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, yeah. I love that energy. Yes. I can feel that satisfaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's exactly right. It's the like, energy yeah. for the pointless <laughs> and the, just enjoying the pointlessness of it exactly. all. Exactly. Yeah. In fact, I didn't know it, but cooking that meal was for a family who comprehensively and politely rejected it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly the same energy. Decided it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Put it together. Achieved yeah. it. Yeah. Did it. Pointless. It's over. <laughs> Nothing's changed. That's the, uh, the era we seem to be in at the moment. Inconsequentialism. See this sign here with the keep left on it? Yeah. Comedy imperative makes you want to run into it so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I didn't, did I? I didn't. No, you didn't. No, you never did. resisted the urge to do the, the uh, slapstick. That's made I fell over. Yeah, we're starting to we're starting to pick up the odd waif and strain now of kids who are there at the start of COVID and are now coming back into town for various reasons when it started to clear. So it's starting to get a bit busier as well. Yeah, which only increases. The, sense of chaos is there any is the, the uh, food round still happening from school no it's not actually which is a real shame yeah I, I actually think that was my uh, helped you through yeah it could have been my happiest period of it yeah yeah because it gave me structure I knew I was being useful second to the runs with me uh, yeah apart from the runs of course with me yeah, yeah. with you with me yeah and um, the interaction with running commentary Yes. Community. Yeah. Apart from that. Apart from that. And all the other good stuff. But no, it was uh, it was really nice. So I don't know what they're going to do with that. If they're going to do something like that in the summer. Yeah. I suppose if they do, you know, there's a lot of... Well, they don't know what they're doing with schools today. And that's no, they don't at the moment. But if the summer holidays are technically holidays, then the same kids who are the ones who've probably been going to school all along are really going to need some support. They're going to need some food. Do you yeah. recognise this? Here's, so here's the corner. There was a skip here. This is the finish of the... Well, no, not there's the finish, finish of the 10K, in it? Yeah, that's right. This is the hill. Look at it. Yeah, yeah. Towering away from Massive us. Massive hill. It's like fell running, isn't it, when you turn Yeah, I mean, look at that. Look at that Can't. incline. Are you okay? Try and climb up it. Yeah, it's, All right. real, it's really I was just going to cl- say the name of a famous fell runner, and it didn't come to mind. Josh Naylor. Yeah, I was going to say... It's like Jeff Wedge. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell's Jeff Wedge? Very famous. Fella. Oh, you know Jeff Wedge. Jeff Wedge. Oh, I just went straight up in front of it. He'd set up at 5 a.m. with a couple of sheep and just be clambering all day. That's Jeff you Wedge. Won't see him. You won't see him till seven. All he had was a jam butter. 700 kilometres in 12 hours. Did bump Graham round. <laughs> eight times <laughs> in eight hours. But no, this is. This is going to catch you out on the third lap of a 10k of this Absolutely. very, very slight incline. What a lovely event that was. Yeah. They'll be, it'll be back. It'll be back. That's the thing, is That's the thing to remember. It's so difficult not to get caught up in extremes on either side, isn't it? Yeah. When you participate in, like, culture, social media, or even just the papers. Yeah. Just that sense of... Nothing will ever be the same, or things are irrevocably yeah. changed. Or most things will return. Yeah, yeah. And and most people are going to be okay. And you can't really decide. Some things will return that shouldn't. Some things won't. Look yes, that yeah, should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. all good. I uh, I yeah. Uh, I think that it's a I, 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 fundamentally, it's a human thing, isn't it? We're good at stasis. Part of our resilience toolkit. Yeah, is a sense that this whatever's happening now. Is, is normal. Yeah, 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 yeah this yeah, is yeah. what we do. Yeah, we can get normalised with everything, can't we? And yeah. the problem with that is that that means you perceive everything as kind of ongoing. Yeah. You really have to manually remind yourself that things change. Yeah, all the time. All yeah. the time, for better or worse, you know what I mean? So you get used to the incredible change of lockdown. After a while, you quite like... The, there's a part of you that quite likes the security of it because you know the boundaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then things start opening up again and you're, you're fearful of that because exactly. you don't know the boundaries. Oh, yeah. We, me and the family were talking about this at the weekend. It's like so ready 
to go out and go elsewhere and yeah. do something different. And also, really trepidatious about it. Yes, yeah, yeah. That's Wondering fun. if we've that's forgotten how to do stuff. Yeah. And other kind of complicated things like the way we interact with people, you know. Yeah. Me and you have talked about Zoom. Yeah. I talked to my daughter again. She's saying, it's so funny seeing a friend because they're so nice to each other. Yeah. And she said that when at school, she's just retrospectively thinking, I don't have the time or the energy to be that nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like when you meet your friends on holiday, you know, it's different at school because they're your work colleagues there. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you're bumping and those are the, together. Those are the, that's the kind of train of thought that makes me feel weird, is the sense of being in a comedy dressing room yeah. with people and not with, like... You or Jared or Laura Lex, but with the people you sort of know, you sort of don't know. Yes, yeah, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah. And generally, you're just in it together, aren't you? That's the great flow yeah. of life. Yeah. In that moment, yeah. that person is your best friend, yeah. or certainly your best chance for a friend. And there's, a, there's an element of getting up to put the face on that you live the world, that you live your life with, isn't there? Yes. And, and you know, you go to work, you're in the dressing room. I've been doing it for 25 years. It doesn't stress me out, but it's still... It's not hanging around the house with your family, is it? No, no. It's a different thing, isn't it? And we've had months of not having to do that. Yeah, and also I think combined that, you know, as has been established early on in this week's podcast, you and I are incredibly old. (laughs) And and as you get older... You're literally hanging on by a thread. (laughs) And in comedy, when you're a long-established comedian, you know, it's strange how you end up accidentally, deliberately, whatever, kind of maintaining aspects of your younger self. Yeah. I remember a comedian on stage talking about being single and uh, coming off stage, the person saying, but you've, you've been married to your wife for eight years. You've got two kids. <laughs> yeah, it's like, crazy. Yeah, but this is the character, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, I mean, that's a very answer. specific, you know, content-based example. But the actual rhythm yes. is there, you know. I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm a massively different person to who I was five, ten years ago, let, yeah. alone, let alone yeah. 20 years ago when I started comedy. Yeah. I did a Q&A the other day. All oh, right, yeah, yeah. Zoom. I remember you chatting about that, yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, it's like a company jolly, and they, they, the way they do it is they get someone in and they, yeah, they, it was Q&A. I thought it might be a bit more, I thought it was less like Zoom with mates than I thought, and in a way that was really nice for me, because it was just total, uh, I was the interviewee, you know. So right, so they just interviewed you and... About, you know, all the kind of questions. It's actually good in particular because often we answer these questions on paper. Right. And it was nice to be able to do it as a chat. How did you get started? Yeah. You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but it was really nice. It was a good idea. But it was that third way. It was that combination of being a professional but without the the armour, the toolkit. Yes. Yeah, of, yeah. The of the gags and the gigs and the acts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how long was that then? It was uh, three quarters of an hour. Right. Which, of course, if one had to fill a an, not-real-audience an space with, 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 jokes. with our jokes, it would be a very long time. Yes, it would, But yeah. um, for a chat, no problem at all. That sounds good fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I did some jokes. Yeah. But only, you know... And me. Did, was it just one person asking you the questions? Then, or yeah, what? everyone did. was like, but other people could. Right. But they did the classic... Zoom thing, most people were muted. Right. A lot of people were muted and picture off. So right, okay. It was just, and then the guy hosting it, you know, he, he interviewed, he was like, Michael Parkinson, it's really good. Right, okay. Well, that's, good. <laughs> that's good. Better than Michael Parkinson, actually. You look back now, he was famous for being a great interviewer, wasn't he? Oh, Parky. Yeah. I don't think he was that great. I saw him interviewing Gene Kelly the other day. Yeah. And you could see him treading on Gene's toes. What an, what and I remember a, the uh, Meg Ryan incident. Do you remember that? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you didn't see it, listener, the Michael Parkinson had clearly just really, really annoyed Meg Ryan. Yeah. And she was like, he was saying, so what are you in the UK for? And she was like, I'm not telling you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, uh, he, did, he, he had those iconic interviews with Billy Connolly and Muhammad Ali, didn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's the thing. He really needed a huge ego to play against because he perhaps brought a little, a little too much himself, ego himself. Yeah, maybe, yeah. And um, 
I remember my dad saying that. My dad loved him because he was a journalist first, wasn't he? Yes. And my dad really liked him as a, as a writer. And then never much liked him as a chat show host. As a super, you know, that was my dad having a little rant yeah. when I was about 10. I didn't know what he was talking about. And a massive delayed reaction. Yeah. Watching him <laughs> talk to Gene Kelly last weekend and going, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, remember. Remembrance. Do you think there's more people doing different things in the park? Still mainly runners. Yeah, there's a few exercises. And I thought it would be... It's not too hot, is it? It's still... No, it's beautiful. It's a little breeze. No, it's really, really nice. A couple people doing yoga. People with babies. Bikes. I was uh, Googling uh, sheds. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think reached, that's another you've, sign. You've reached that stage. Things have changed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, Do you know what you could get a really garden? small lean-to greenhouse? Right. Yeah. What to put in your back garden? Yeah, that's right. Nice. Nice. I mean, in real terms, for someone else to put in the back garden. Yeah. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. can't imagine me doing that. We've got... Our back garden, you know this, is pavement, then decking. Yeah. And the decking, he cleared away the ivy, made loads of space. So now you can use that whole space. But the decking is, I mean, it's rotten. Right. It's like, you remember when they got the Mary Rose out of Portsmouth Harbour? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's decayed. It's gone. It's gone. (laughs) Yeah. And you walk up, you think, oh, I'll walk out to the table and chairs. And the wood underneath. (laughs) Octopus tentacle yeah, yeah. rides up. It's not. It's not cheap. No. The decking. No. Yeah, it's. Uh, that's been one of the pleasures, hasn't it, for us? Sat on decking in the sun. Yeah, couldn't sit on my decking. No. Just end up half made of sink. Manky old sink wood. into the rock and oh, rotten decking. Appeared to be entirely covered in snorlucks. And my ankle is I'm ankle deep in yeah. hardcore. <laughs> Not that kind of hardcore. Come on, guys. So, what's the rest of the week for you then? What are you looking running wise? What you're hoping to? Well, I did. I, last week gave me a bit of a shake up. Yeah. But I'll be back on it this week. It's nice for me. We're out on Monday, which is unusual. We normally go Tuesdays. Yeah. And uh, I think that's good because I think the last couple of weeks I haven't upped my mileage, but I've just kind of happily flailed into Monday and Tuesday. Yes. And on a 30 mile week done like 20, 25 miles in the first two days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, which you know, it's just, it's just not being entirely in control of it. It's a little bit out of balance. It's doable, but it's like... Yeah. So, I basically run a little bit more sensibly. Probably run about six miles-ish tomorrow, Wednesday and Friday. Take a day off on Thursday. Yeah. And then go for a fast run. Nice. On uh, Saturday morning. Nice. I do my plank. Every day, that's all Monday to Saturday. And then I do full stretching and exercises on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I've got my, uh, I've got my first sort of club session tomorrow night. Oh, Friday, yeah, which yeah. Is so why you say I, uh, that online. Which is why we're doing this on the Monday. Great. So it's do you know like, what it's going to entail? Or will they? Yeah, it's yeah. just a group of six of us going around Ali Pali yeah. on the grass there and doing like 10 minute. 10 minute burst with like 2 minute recoveries doing, we're meant to be doing 3 of those I don't know what I'll manage 3 yeah 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 because I haven't done anything fast for a long time well that's the great thing but isn't do, it it, it be so much you'll do whatever you do you'll do more than you would have done if you attempted yeah, yeah. it on your own I'll do 2 I'll do 2 maybe 2 and a half but no it should be I'm looking forward to it actually yeah it should be nice I uh, clocked between here and my house yeah I clocked a really nice stretch of road sort of semi Pedestrianised road. Yeah. Which is a third of a mile. Nice. And I was thinking one of these days I might go down there. Maybe instead of doing a fast 5k, maybe on a different day, or maybe we could do it sometime. Let's just go down there and do try some, and use it to get a fast mile. Do some bursts, yes. Three, yeah, three yeah. times up and down. Yeah. No, that'd be good. I don't know if it's ideal. You've got to cross a road in the middle that isn't close to traffic. Yeah. And it's slightly that on a hill. That makes it that bit a little bit faster, though, doesn't it? I think so. I, yeah. I have found <laughs> it's quite a new thought for me. Yeah. But I think going into uh, um, lockdown after all those park runs, I, find, I remember that 
those little resets in the park run when for whatever reason whether you're turning back or you have to stop and let someone go or it's muddy yeah do you know what I mean just little things that break your rhythm yeah but very small things where you can get your rhythm straight back are actually quite healthy because they make you reassert right yeah you, yeah, yeah. you don't take anything for granted yeah you know so yeah I've got a much uh, happier relationship with minor problems like that than I would once have done it's like, a, it's like an army isn't it yeah so many people it's great yeah that was an impressive topless man yeah always referring to yeah, that. I didn't get a photo yeah a photo. there's a few from around I showed the uh, kids in fact it was all if it hadn't been for it wasn't quite as much of a uh, bust as the Indian meal, but it was some, somewhat comparable in terms of the family response. But I sat them all down to uh, Terminator 2. On oh, yes. <laughs> I saw that post, yeah. The thing well, is... they're not fans. I get it. I think, that, you know, they, they enjoyed it. Daisy said it's not for me, but she sees the point. My, right. my son thought it was really cool. My, my wife didn't like it at all. She doesn't like sci-fi. She doesn't like dystopia. Right. It's not for her. Yeah. But she respects it, and I was saying to them... I just want to show you this. It's like a moment in time. You know, we've got like a Saturday night blockbuster season. That's when we watch right. Steven Spielberg films. and Yeah, good idea. This kind of thing, you know. So it's relevant. But also for me, it was, that was just such a moment, you know. Yeah. I was on holiday uh, with my mum and dad in the place where we always used to go. But I was... It's like your kids. I, was, I would have been about like 19 or something. Yeah. And... Uh, so me and my friend were there, my brother was there with his girlfriend, and we were sort of, so it was sort of a family holiday, and it sort of wasn't. And then me and my mate, there was a late night preview show at the little cinema in Keswick. Right. The Alhambra. And we got tickets, and we, we took girls we'd met who worked in the hotel. Oh, nice. Kind of, it wasn't a date, it was a date. Quite exciting. Yeah. And uh, we went to... Those are the days. In my, in my mate's car which of course was actually his dad's car yeah a gold cavalier wow we, uh, you were cool cats oh my goodness yeah <laughs> went into keswick blaring out driving car into to keswick, the unstoppable yeah. sex machine a gold car <laughs> with two girls from the hotel took uh, these two out took of our seats in the front row <laughs> yeah. slightly after the film had begun that's right after the film had begun I don't think I've ever done that at any other time in my life. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And then again, a week later, I went to see it with all my mates from uh, home and uh, in Oxford. Yeah. We were in the queue. And some other friends, like from different sort of friends you with there as well, I went to say hello to them. And my friends all went in. Right. And it was really busy, though. You couldn't buy tickets. There was someone queuing to get in. And they went in. I was like, oh, well, that's that. And then someone I knew turned out to work at the cinema. Oh, what? And he said in front of, like, everyone in Oxford wanted to go. It was like being, it was like Zoolander at a nightclub. Yeah. You know, he went, it's like good in you go. Yeah, yeah, being anointed. Oh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> Major triumph. Do you remember the advert there? Bacardi, yeah. Taking the night bus home. Right. <laughs> Dog and duck. Down the high street. And it was all pictures of Caribbean islands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Auntie Muriel. And uh, at the end of the advert, the voice said into the darkness, if you're drinking oh Bacardi. And my mate Nick said, oh, sod off. <laughs> and like about 150 people laughed. I had one of those moments watching a... Actually, watching an army recruitment advert, yeah. where they were like telling people to join the army, and it was a time. To be frank, yeah, I, I, I remember. Maybe not that I remember sort of doing some sarky riposte and really breaking up the cinema. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. a nice moment? Is this it? Oh, great! This is St Agnes Gate. Okay, cool. And your car's near here, isn't it? Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. This is for clarity, listener. This is the gate we were supposed to meet at, but of what course, nice before we did running commentary, I thought. That I was really good at maps and organisation, but well, I don't think I've ever done it for us without getting it a little bit wrong. You live and learn. If you want to... Uh, you live. Well, we're, yeah. <laughs> you live just. <laughs> While we're talking about things to watch, we've been watching... Go on, I'm listening. This absolutely... I don't know if I mentioned it last week. I don't think we watched it last week. This is so bad, it's good 
thing on Netflix called Sweet Magnolias. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I thought for a minute you were watching Steel Magnolias. No, yeah, no. It's, uh, it's set in sort of Serenity Village in the deep south, and right. it's full of good old girls and good old boys, and it's so, complete soft focus nonsense. Yeah. But really hypnotic and quite hard to stop watching once <laughs> you start watching it. It's so comforting you know it's like it's like a bubble bath you know yeah me, there's me, nothing in it's going to freak you out at all there was a moment a few years ago when, when me and my wife got into watching a show called providence all right which yeah. is like that it's just some um, woman who goes to run a hospital and a ex-partner is there and his brother yeah, it's just yeah. soap opera essentially but just yes. in a shiny but, other but, place but, high, but really high production value soap yeah, yeah, opera yeah, yeah, and yeah. nothing remotely bad can happen no that's, and that's right. quite nice actually yeah, that's right so that's my hot Do you know what that is? Week. It's something you can, it's a project you can do and complete, and then you get to the end and have the satisfaction of knowing yeah. it was completely Absolutely pointless. Completely pointless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Things got so bad that this was deemed worthwhile entertainment. Hey, <laughs> yeah. but I do, th- I, it's nice to realise, I did have a wave of remembering and realising that. A, we have managed to do this all the way through. Yeah, the, yeah, which uh, is lockdown. great, and that's down to you, as we said. No, well, well in terms of, in terms of, if in terms else, of logistics, but you're the one. You said you said we're not going to stop, and that was it. You, you, yeah, you yeah, set yeah. me off, so that's yeah. where we're at. Yeah, and no, and great. I forget, you one here. forgets that because we've we're so relaxed about it, but it's been wonderful. And also, I want to say this that well. Everyone online is, you know, you, you haven't taken that for granted. We've had so much appreciation. Yeah, it's been great. It's been and fantastic. I will say, and this is an embarrassing one, not embarrassing one, but it's a difficult one to say. It, we love doing this for you guys, and we, we want the running commentary to be entirely free at point of get right. um, for anyone at any time. And uh, our business model is based on sponsorship and so on and stuff like that. But ACAST have provided the button, a supporter button. Really? And I think we should tell you about this because a lot of you did get in touch and say we'd like to support you oh, okay. in the lockdown. And, and you certainly don't have to. But they actually came, I think to, they came to us with this, didn't they? Yeah, that's yeah. right. They've, they, they're doing this for their podcast. All right. Okay. So if you go to um, our page of the Running Comedy on ACAST, there is a button there where you can, should you so wish, like chuck us a fiver or whatever <laughs> but you know i'm not we're not saying you should a coffee some running socks exactly yeah. just just a smiley face yeah um yeah. but yeah some of you absolutely lovelyly did offer to do that and it can be done so the there option. you go the option and now there. i've said it I, I don't have to don't have to embarrass myself yeah. <laughs> i thought you did that very well and this uh, victoria park was nice wasn't it yeah that was really nice we went somewhere different and, and i felt better I felt better during the run. During the run, I feel well, better now than I did before. Well, of course, before. It's, yeah, it was only last night, wasn't it, that you didn't feel well? I think. Yeah, that, yeah, that's like six, six hours ago. How how long did we run? I don't. We didn't run that long, did we? No, About that's five. a good question. We. Uh, y- y- what's eight minus two and a half? Eight minus two and a half is five and a half. Five and a half. Right, that's okay. Yeah, it's acceptable in the sun. So and then you're going to run another two and a half miles back. Yes. Right. But I'm fine for that. I'm slightly. Uh, just won't necessarily do it again tomorrow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I think, I think both of us can completely relax about our chest <laughs> pains. He says, he says clutching it <laughs> in the sun. He's craving sweet magnolias. <laughs> <laughs> Soap opera caress. Tell you, I'm, I'm, not, 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 I'm not casting accusations here, but I bet you haven't watched Judy and Julia yet, have you? I haven't actually, no. Should I be watching that as well? Would that, that would that give me sort of the same vibe? It's so cosy. It's so nice. It's, so, yeah. it's grown up, you know, because Nora Ephron, and she's already made all those other films that right. we don't like. Okay. You know, so you've got that happy, cosy rhythm of you've got mail and Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah. And, uh, but it's a different story, and uh, Meryl Streep and uh, Stanley Tucci are so excellent. I love old Tucci. They're such a I good love double old Tucci. Acting. Yeah. And, uh, oh, well, you know, just watch it. Seek I'll it out. It I'll give it a go. It's I'll give it a go Netflix. once she gets back. Get in there. Yeah, yeah, watch it. We'd be best yeah, to watch yeah, yeah. it with your wife. I've got Sunday. That's who I watched it with. Sunday. Oh, she so you mentioned it. Got Sunday roast <laughs> on tonight. Sunday roast on a Monday. Good. Due to the lack of interest yesterday. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's I what you want, isn't it, on a baking hot day? <laughs> that's right. Get those, get those really hot roast potato, those roast potato sort. Meanwhile, I'll be doing the pasta pesto that we always have on Monday because yeah. the whole we should eat different things and try different stuff yeah, yeah. project was so widely ignored <laughs> and rebuffed. And plus, a couple of weeks ago, my daughter was helping cook pasta pesto on a Monday. I'll ask her later if she wants to help me. Do you know what she's going to say? No. No. <laughs> Why would they do that when you're more than willing to provide us with disappointing food? <laughs> I mean, it's nice. It's just so boring. 
I'm just getting you lost now while we walk to the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we'll leave it. We'll leave it. Listen, thank you for joining us. I'm sorry it started off so so medical this week. <laughs> it was, but I had to kind of, I had to break the ice and talk about it initially because it was in my mind. Yeah, of course. I felt, a bit, I felt a bit vulnerable, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Arriving. So sometimes you just got to talk through those things. Yeah. And you, well, that's the thing about us talking every week. You've got to talk about what's really happening. Yeah. But I think you're all right. <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. With Paul Tonkinson and Rob Deering. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com.